0: Whiskey sick podcast, motherfuckers I seen some shit last night Some wild ass shit Saw some UFOs Flying in the skies of Dago, bitch, California This ain't no bullshit, homies They are among us Your homie could have been Swooped up Prodded Tested Probed I seen it. Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode 127. Hit him with that theme music.
1: Pull up in the parking lot, it's full, so I gotta walk. Got the chalk, got the draw. Outlines for these ladies, I'm about to slay. Got my cat. With some napalm, shots your days gone, then the game's on. What you play, huh? Hard to get, off the wet for all that dry hate. Looking my way while your eyes say, You and I may get off like a bright lane, but I might strain. Pull up lane with a migraine. I'm arranged to that ratchet bitch a bench For the acid offense with a ladder get up on it I said a wrench to that ratchet bitch a bench For the acid offense, with a ladder get up on it Hello miss like what's your name? Such a shame you don't drink who's to blame? Cause I'm buying like I'm Cosby in the lobby of an AA Meeting on a payday we can make it rain Even on a sunny day what you say You and I could run away Meet up when you drop that molly off Love that got molotov while she's on the side hating faded lane on the pavement wasting all of my patience come on you gotta go, go. ahead put your bad self you, you gotta, gotta get up back but i Yo,
0: what the fuck is up, homies? Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode number 127. Your boy, Moody Hank, a.k.a. Seth, motherfucking Gecko. Now before y'all get all upset and start talking, yip-yapping, bumping them gums, your boy, Moody, had a legit... UFO experience last night, and I found, just a little while ago, the cooperation that I needed, the evidence, if you will, I was chilling, so, like, let's get into this shit, so, last couple nights, man, actually, the last several weeks, in the middle of the night, I'm talking, like, 10, 11, near midnight. What's your boy doing up so late? Aren't you your old-ass motherfucker, Gecko? What what you doing up at 11 o'clock at night? I hear you, motherfuckers. I'm smoking bees. I'm howling at the moon, if you will, at 11 o'clock at night. 12 o'clock at night. I push it. Still up in time to catch the early bird special at Country Kitchen Cafe. Don't worry about me. Last several weeks... It's been these these like sonic booms. Like, I could I don't even know what the like there were earthquakes while I'm in there smoking my bowls. First I thought I was just really fucking high, man. I've been I've been I've been smoking uh, like a fucking billionaire. I I, I I I smoke. I wish I lived the way I smoke. Let's just say because I, I, I'm 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 nug rich. I'm weed rich, motherfuckers. I ain't hurting. Don't worry about me in that field. So at first the last couple of weeks I'm thinking, you know, I'm just tripping out. And maybe these little tremors. You know, the big ones coming, earthquakes coming. But the ground isn't shaking. But the whole garage where I'm smoking the aka the Thunderdome is like rattling, shaking. I go outside and it's like boom, boom, way out in the distance. But the whole atmosphere is like shaking. Like the the air and everything around me, but not the ground. It's weird. It's like thunder without the without the thunder there's like impact sounds it's like boom but like really deep rumbling for like you know some of them are real short like a short uh bass line, like a like like a 808 drum it, 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 but like way out in the background but you could still feel it like it was like close by fucking it's been weird and like at night, I've been thinking it was like my neighbors and shit banging on the walls and slamming the door. You you can hear everything. Like I have been thinking like damn, what are these motherfuckers doing every night in there wilding out? Nah, homies. Nah, homies. It's been whatever the fuck's going on. So I've been you know it rained you know a couple times this week and and a couple times a, a couple weeks ago when I first started noticing it noticing it. So I'm thinking, you know, maybe it's some kind of atmospheric shit going on. You know, maybe it's thunder. Uh, I was looking I was googling shit. No, nope, I couldn't get anybody saying a neighborhood app. These motherfuckers are, 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 are talking about homies smashing out their neighbor's wives and shit. But I can't get nothing on this. And it's impossible that these motherfuckers can't hear it. I'm not the only one up at 11, 12 o'clock at night. And these shits is loud. I mean, it, it's shaking. When I went outside of the garage, I, I sat out there for a while and it was rumbling houses. I can't get nothing on it. Nothing on it. And, and, and so I, I, I'm searching. I'm, I'm looking for sonic booms. I'm doing all this shit, and I can't. I can't get nothing. So, but I came across that it could be uh, thunder from, uh, you know, kind of distant storms. And it was cloudy the other night when I when I was out there, and it had just rained. So I was like, yeah, you know, that's probably it. Last night or two nights ago, it was bad. It really felt like. Like a fucking earthquake over and over and over again. But it's weird again. The ground ain't shaking. So I came in here. I woke the old lady up. She's mid-fucking sleep. So said, you gotta listen to this shit. This shit's wild. It's, it's 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 getting wild. And so we went out there and she she's hearing this shit. And we're like, what the fuck is going on? Well... Last night, I think at some point we 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 figured out we found something on uh, on Camp Pendleton. If you ain't familiar with Dago Bitch, California, it's a it's a military town, uh, a military city. They got Camp Pendleton, Miramar. Uh, they got some shit downtown. They got a naval station down there. All kinds of military activity going on. And I even thought about this shit, but I was like, I I don't know. It didn't even sound like it sounds like explosions. It does sound like explosions way out in the distance. So we found this thing on, on Camp Pendleton where it's saying that they, these motherfuckers got like from 6 a.m. until midnight uh, warnings about noise from uh, munition training and testing out on like the beach over by San Onofre. If you've ever seen a naked gun and they drive by that big, uh, that big nuclear facility and it looks like a pair of titties. With the little red lights or the nipples and shit, you know what I'm talking about? That's over here. That's just north of Dago. That's just north of 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 uh, Oceanside. And so that they have this huge area where it's it's dedicated to like military testing, um, and it's saying that they have mortar mortar uh munition, you know, testing, and it's like in the middle of the night. So that's got to be it, right? So where, where I'm like, fuck that. That's probably it. And it sounds like fucking bombs going off. And it makes you think, this motherfucker Biden dropping bombs on Syria and shit. Imagine if you lived in a fucking war zone where this shit's going off. We're about 30 miles away from that. And they said the, the, the uh, sound warning, the uh, uh, you, noise you know, pollution could be you know, felt and, and, and heard up to 50 miles away. So we're right in the zone, right? So I'm pretty sure that's what the fuck it is. But I'm thinking, yo, calm down, son. This motherfucker don't do shit this whole time. We went and balled up at the park. I'm talking about the uh, quadruple champ over here. Balled it up at the park. Comes over here. We come home and he goes right to his little iPad that I laid out for him. And now that he sees homie, he sees Pappy up on the mic, on a hot mic. He's got to start acting wild. Anyways. So we figure out that these motherfuckers are just launching bombs and shit. And you can imagine if you were in a war zone and this shit was going off. I mean, I'm feeling these things 30 miles away. Feeling them. Not just hearing them off like, you know, fireworks in the the distance. You're feeling this shit. It's rattling your house 30 miles away. It's fucking crazy. So on top of the weirdness, last night I'm out there... And here's the proof, motherfuckers. Go to TV on Instagram if you think I'm motherfucking bullshit. And check out their first thing. I found this shit this morning. I was like, I was looking all over. Like I said, I was on, I was on uh, uh, a neighborhood app. I was, I was on news, you know, sites and shit. Nobody's mentioning, the uh, you know, UFOs and shit. And I see this shit posted this morning. Mysterious lights appear over San Diego. What could it be? And there's like six, seven videos of the same shit I saw last night. At first, it looks like a goddamn, uh... It, it look, there's these huge trails of light. They're fucking thick. So I'm thinking they're like comets entering the atmosphere. I've seen that shit before. I've seen comets. I've seen shooting stars. I've seen all that shit. I've been around, motherfuckers. This ain't my first rodeo. But then these things are coming straight down with, like, trails of fire behind them. And then they stop and turn into to perfectly, perfectly... I got the the video on over here. Perfectly like circular orbs and then they start heading up they start going up and then they crisscross and then one light turns into two lights two lights turns into one light it's fucking they're merging they're 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 going in all kinds of different directions there's a flashing light going on by it i can't tell if it was like one of our homie it looked like we had a a a humans had a had an airplane up there trying to like contact them or film them or something i don't know what the fuck was going on up there but go on Dago TV on Instagram. I, I, I'm not playing with you. This is the shit I saw. And go into the comments. There's 318 comments. And everybody's talking about all over Dago how they saw this shit. So I wasn't tripping, man. Nobody would have fucking believed me. I got It's on video. And at first you're going to look at it and you're like, oh, that's a comet entering the atmosphere. But then it stops, homie. And then it starts going the opposite direction. Comets don't do that. And it's got a huge trail of fire. I mean, these things are thick. And then they turn into two, and then they're like, it, it was fucking wild, homies. I, I, I fucking started ducking down and started creeping behind the bushes. Shit, I don't want them to see me and beam me up, you know, beam me up, Scotty, my ass, up into their little fucking probe unit and start, start handling me bodily. Start putting hands on me, handling me unnecessarily. Me too shit. I'm auditioning and shit for a lead role in Hollywood and shit. Just handle me. Just however they feel fit, necessary. I don't know where the fuck they're going to take me, so I'm kind of ducking down. I don't want to get caught. Last thing I need is a, a, a huge spotlight. Huge searchlight just just lit up on me while I'm just chilling out there. I'm I'm in I'm in I'm in fucking uh, uh, my murder champs out there. I'm, I'm decently dressed. I'm not like in my I'm not like I am right now. Murder champs and and, and, and chonies. You know I, I, I'm decent. You know what I mean. But still, I don't need to be lit up. You know, dragged away. I mean, what's the triple champ gonna do? Old lady wakes up. I'm not home. It's just my 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 fucking uh, murder champs just chilling in the front yard and shit. Me nowhere to be found. I was high. I'll tell you, I was high because at first I questioned myself. I like, this, I'm not seeing what I'm seeing. These things look like they're melting in the sky, and then they're falling, and then they're rising. It was fucking crazy, homies. I was like legit. Like, listen, I get technically. Anything that's not identified that's in the sky as a UFO, right? Unidentified flying objects or anything that's flying in the sky that we don't know what the fuck it is or has yet to be identified, you know, is a UFO. But I'm just saying, I don't know if this was extraterrestrial, but it, it, it fucking... I've never seen anything like that. What can move like that? No, helito- no helicopter can move like that. No airplane that we have can move like that. No shooting star, no comet, no hell, bob. None of that shit is doing what I saw and not uh, doing what you're going to see on, the, on this uh, Dago TV Instagram post. Trust me, these things were wild. And, there's, and And on top of that with the I started thinking about the, the explosions and shit, and then there's like a, a, there's like a blinking light that's right next to them that's kind of like moving with them. It was weird. It was like we were trying to make contact or something. It looked, that part looked like a, a, a regular plane. But it was like right next to these things. And then I started thinking about the little explosions at night and what the fuck the military is up to. And, and, and shit's just popping off right now. Dago bitch, California. It, it, it's a fucking hotbed. That's all there is to it. It's a hotbed right now. And then just, just a little while ago, I was chilling, watching uh, Colin Cowherd on the Herd. And he had Neil deGrasse Tyson on. And they just happened to be talking about UFOs. I guess Tom Brady, uh, 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 not Tom Brady, uh, well, he was involved too. But a homie uh, homie from the Browns, the Browns QB. The the, the fucking, uh, what the fuck is his goddamn name? How am I going to forget the fucking Browns quarterback? Uh, Dusty Baker, not Dusty Baker. What the fuck? Baker Mayfield, Baker motherfucking Mayfield. He sent a, a, a tweet out a couple days ago. I guess he saw a motherfucking alien, and then somebody said, "I wonder if Tom Brady's ever seen an alien or something like that." And he tweeted out to Colin Cowherd how he he says, "How do you know I've never seen a, an alien?" And then they had Neil deGrasse Ty- Tyson, who's that like dude that does the, uh, uh, the the little space shows on like Nat Geo or some shit like that. He's on he's on uh, uh, Rogan sometimes too. He's like a Nuclear physicist, astronaut, some shit or other. This guy's on there talking about, you know, the, the hot spots for, for UFO sightings, and, and one of them he mentions is San Diego. You know, mostly a lot because of the population. You have a lot of people they're all going to say, you know tend to see shit, but there's a lot of military activity, there's a lot of shit going down. I'm not saying this isn't on some Skinwalker ranch in Utah shit. It could be. I've been out there. I didn't see no fucking aliens in Utah when I was out there. No skinwalkers, none of that shit. But I saw some shit last night, homies. Biddies were, were, were fucking tucked. Uh, starfish was puckered up. Puckered up. You ain't getting in there. Airtight, watertight. You ain't getting up in there. Not me. You ain't doing me like that. Uh, to quote the, the incomparable uh, Cypress Hill, I ain't going out like that. He ain't hoping me, homies. So I'm just saying, if any of y'all saw that shit, holler at me. Get up on, on me at Instagram or some shit. Get a hold of me. Corroborate my fucking story on here. This shit's on wax. This ain't going nowhere. I seen this shit. This shit's fucking wild. Uh my whole life changed, man. You go from uh I've of, of everything that's kind of weird, like ghosts and 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 yeti or a fucking bigfoot whatever you want to call them loch ness monster all, all all that shit uh aliens is the most believable to me i mean i mean look at all the the galaxies and 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 space is endless there's got to be other motherfuckers out there there's got to be they're out there manipulating gravity and traveling eons and and light years and shit to come over here hey Independence Day, the movie was sh- the shit. I love that shit. If, if that's how the world had to end, that's the best way for the world to end. That's better than us killing each other or the coronavirus or any fucking, you know, asshole-eating virus that comes up in the near future. I'd rather just go out fucking fighting aliens in F A 18s and shit like that. And It felt like it was going to go down. The- it felt exactly like that. I felt like I was Will Smith last night kick some tires and light some fires I was gonna roll up out there and do my fucking duty to America and handle that shit anyways moving right along straight up x file shit going on out here homies In Dago bitch California homie this ain't this ain't shit ain't sweet out here homies shit is not it's actually quite bitter the fuck else we got man uh big fight card that's basically the big reason why i'm on here um, the whole uh, UFO thing just threw me for a, a fucking loop last night and I just uh, you know i gotta i gotta kick some knowledge down here uh, keep your eyes open, homies keep your eyes open uh big fight night uh did I put last week's oh yeah, I did put last week so you're welcome you're welcome that's where that's where I was going with this uh the golden picks last week uh seven one and one uh it started with thirteen uh fights on the card last weekend by the time it all went down so many cards uh, uh, so many fights get canceled like the day of or and literally right at fight time i mean two weeks ago we had two fights that one fight where a guy's already in the octagon and the in the fucking fight gets canceled so we had nine nine fights last week i went seven one and one just dominated it just dominated it so you're welcome uh the picks are golden. I've been telling y'all, I'm I'm way above 500 now for the year. Way above 500. Haven't been doing too great. If I win this uh, this main event, I'll be even on the main events. I'll be 500 with the main events. Got out to a one and three start, but we coming back. We pressing back. One, two out of our last three. We we all right. I feel pretty confident about about this weekend. So we got UFC 259. Three chips on the uh, on the fucking. On, uh, you know, on deck, <clears throat> we got Jan Blakovich versus Israel Adesanya. Adesanya going up to two hundred and five pounds. Conveniently, as soon as John Jones leaves, uh, side eyeing you on that one, Israel Adesanya. That's quite quite convenient. Amanda Nunes versus Megan Anderson uh and still we don't even need to see that shit and still Amanda Nunes champ spoiler alert Amanda Nunes is whipping that ass period uh Megan Anderson she's tall and still Peter Yan versus Aljamain Sterling banger Islam Makachev, who was supposed to uh supposed to fight uh Rafael Dos Anjos a couple weeks ago a couple uh maybe at the end of last year and remember Paul Felder had to step in at late notice. That, actually, that was, that, was, that was like October, November maybe. Um, so Islam is finally getting back in here Drew, against Drew Dober. That's an that's interesting little fight. Drew Dober's a tough little motherfucker. Tiago Santos versus Alexander Rokic, fucking banger. Dom Cruz back in this bitch fighting Casey. They kill Kenny. This shit's going to be a fucking banger. Yeah, uh, we'll get into this. Let's make the fucking picks. Let's get into this. Jan Blokowicz versus Israel Adesanya. Listen, this is a this is a weird ass matchup. Um weird ass matchup. Uh, you know, and I guess it's because Israel really didn't have anybody to fight at middleweight. Um Bobby Knuckles turned down a fight with him like a rematch, which I kind of understand. The people were kind of talking shit about him, you know, turning down a a rematch. He said he wanted to get a couple more fights. Now he's fighting Paulo Costa. Next, and that's a great fight, and and it and it made sense because he got kind of handled. I mean, he went he he went for it, uh, Bobby Knuckles. He went for it when he fought Adesanya, but you know, at the end, he got knocked out in the second round. And so it's like, what you know, when is that decisive? You know, uh, uh, almost an immediate rematch after just one fight. Um, he fought Jared Cannonier. One uh, want to put a pretty, pretty pretty convincing decision on that. Um so, you know, it makes sense for Israel Israel to go up, but best believe if John Jones was still there, still holding on to that belt, he wouldn't go up. I mean he's even he keeps talking about this fight with John Jones at two oh five and he was talking about this summer, now is it gonna be next next, you know, possibly at the end of the year in December, which'll probably bleed into next year. I just don't think Israel Adesanya really wants to fight John Jones and I don't know why. I think he matches up pretty well with him. I think he's I think he's worried about the wrestling and the grappling. And John Jones has been trolling him about that on, on, on uh, Twitter, talking about you better get your jits and your fucking wrestling on point. Because John Jones is smart and he don't he don't fucking he don't fuck around. Why would he fight Israel Ades- Adesanya at his strength to prove a point? Fuck that. He's gonna try to get a dub. He's gonna take Israel Adesanya to the ground. And what's he gonna do? And if Jan Blachowicz is smart, he'll do the same thing. Um, jan jan 's style plays perfectly into israel 's hands uh, the the big question is how is is he going to look at at two hundred and five pounds he's he 's taller than blockoich got more reach two inches taller two inches more reach than blockowitch uh but how overall size how's how 's he going to compare because jan 's a big dude he 's a strong dude he 's got some power he 's got that one punch sleepy power um But Jan, man, his style, he's got this, like, blitzing forward. He kind of, like, runs after. He, like, almost chases his opponents. And he just throws one, two, one, two, left, right, left, right. And then he'll sandwich some uppercuts in between those left, rights. And he'll catch catch some people, you know, just covered up back and straight back. If he does that against Izzy, I mean, he kind of has to do that against Izzy because he has to pressure Izzy. He can't sit out there in no man's land. Uh, you know, outside of the pocket, on the fringe of the pocket, and just get tore up with leg kicks and and teep kicks and and long jabs and crosses. He's got to get inside, but he's got to be careful because Izzy's a great counter puncher. That's how he knocked out uh, um, Whitaker. Whitaker came in with some heavy punches, and he just kind of slid back and hit him with a hook. He hits you with some glancing shots, and you kind of go down. Or he can palo costa your ass from the outside and just chop your leg away until you're, you, you fucking can't walk no more. And then he starts lighting you up with the hands. He can slow play you. He can fast play you. But Jan's pretty much just, you know, come forward, swing, and, and let the chips fall where they may. He's got a good lead, leg, uh, lead kick with his lead leg. He, he throws it in combination with his hands. He, he usually punctuates his, his combinations, long combinations, with, with a nice round kick, left round kick uh, that's pretty pretty uh, sneaky. He can get it up there high. He can catch you with something like that. Um, if he's going to you know consistently be coming forward, he's going to have to cut the cage off. He's going to have to really try to box Israel Adesanya in, maybe against the cage. I, I, if I'm him, I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying desperately to get the clinch. I'm trying to desperately get him up against the cage. I'm trying to grind on him for a couple of rounds before I really even try to open up with my hands. I'm only opening him up with my hands long enough to try to get my hands on him if I'm Jan Blokovich. I'm trying to drag him to the ground. I know that's not even his, his game, really. But he's capable. I'm trying to see what Izzy is, is like on the ground. I want to I test his wrestling, and I want to test his cardio. When he, Listen, if you're going to kickbox with Israel Adesanya, he's never going to get tired. He's been kickboxing his whole life. And every fight he's been in in the UFC is just a kickboxing match with four-ounce gloves. That's it. And if you're going to let him do that, he's going to chip away. And and, and the only time he's really been tested was against Kelvin Gastelum. And that's why uh, Kelvin Gastelum was uh, landing bombs. But Kelvin Gastelum is is sneaky quick with his hands. His hand speed is nasty. And he was getting inside. And I thought that's what uh, Paulo Costa was going to do. But remember, I picked Paulo Costa to beat Israel last year. I ain't making that same mistake, motherfuckers. I ain't doing that. I'm picking Izzy right now. I'm telling you right now. I take I'm thinking third round TKO. I think he can ch- I think Jan's gotta have an answer for those motherfucking calf kicks. And and, and the thing about the calf kicks, you, you're seeing them every single card now. They they they're so quick. They're, you can use them as a long-range strike. strike. When you think about leg kicks, leg kicks, traditional above-the-knee leg kicks are a close-range strike, and you have to fully commit to those because you have to turn your hips over. It takes a lot longer. That's why you have to really hide them behind your punches better. Um, you can't just throw them naked. With, with, with the calf kick, you can just throw it with just like you're kicking a soccer ball from the outside. You don't have to turn your hips over. You can do it from distance. You just got to touch that calf with your shin. That's all you got to do. And one, one of these motherfuckers, Pedro Munoz versus Jimmy Rivera last weekend. Jimmy Rivera was on fuck street in the first round, early in the first round, after just a couple of those fucking calf kicks. And he did really well. I mean, he didn't go out like a bitch like we know Conor McGregor kind of did. He fought three rounds with a busted up leg. His shit had shit growing out of it. And he even almost, he, he fucking rocked Pedro Munoz even in the last round. He hit him. He was, he was, he was waiting on on Pedro to come, you know, to commit to one of those leg kicks and throwing bombs over the top of him. And you know, Jan's gonna have to counter him. Jan's gonna have to, you know, catch him and try to take him down. I don't really recommend doing that. Actually, I don't catch him, Jan, because as soon as you go down and try to catch a kick, Izzy's gonna question mark that bitch and kick you right in the fucking head. So you either gotta get out of the way or you gotta punch through him. You gotta make him pay for throwing him. You got land some heavy shit every time he 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 throws a fucking leg kick. Try to try to get him to stop throwing those fucking leg kicks, or think twice about doing it. Uh, but Jan, you know, uh, he's pretty much a straightforward, straight back, you know, straight line fighting ass motherfucker. There's not a whole lot of, of of of. He's just a real vanilla striker, man. But he's big and he's powerful. He's eight and one in his last nine fights. He started his UFC career at two and four. Almost got his ass kicked out the UFC his only his only loss in the last 9 fights since 2017 is against Thiago Santos who knocked him out in the uh, in the 3rd round. So, I mean, he's a big dude. He's got power. Um I think he's plus he was in a plus 200 range, maybe a little higher than plus 200, something like that. Um which is respectable. Um not quite enough for a, to to drop for me to drop any, any kind of cash on him, any kind of cash on him. But it, the potential for an upset, I'd put that shit about fifteen percent. I put it around. There's a fifteen percent chance of of an upset. Izzy, let me see my do, do my math real quick. Eighty-five percent, eighty-five percent. Is that what? Seventy-five. Anyways, there's a large percentage that Izzy gets the dub here. I think he can finish it. I think he will finish it. He's finished been been, you know, finishing people. I got Izzy TKO round 3. Megan Anderson, Amanda Nunes, you already know, chalk me up and still Amanda Nunes. The only question is I, I okay, she kind of slow. I'll, I'll give it TKO round 2. Peter Yan versus Aljo. This is some shit, man. This is some shit. This is, this is style clashing, style clashing. Two completely different styles right here. Peter Jan, mo- mostly, mostly a boxer. Haven't really seen his wrestling or ground game. Uh, I'm sure he has it. He's fucking Russian. They all got that shit. They're wrestling bears and shit. Uh, Al Jermaine, Uh pretty much a, gr- he's a He has good striking. It's unorthodox. It reminds me a lot of Clay Guida. He's got that hunched-over style, but he's a southpaw. He's got that hunched-over, like, caveman, stalking style. He comes out shot out of a motherfucking cannon. He throws tons of kicks, wild kicks, round kicks, spinning kicks, spinning uh, back fists, uh, hands technically. And, and if it was just, like, a <coughs> a kickboxing match, I think his hands are his weakness. I think his kicks are better than his hands. But he's long, and, and he's pretty good at, at staying on the outside, and he's good with he, – he basically, what whatever he's – the holes in his game, he he covers with 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 hand speed, and just volume overall output. He he means uh and pace. He just puts a good pace on you. He's always moving. He's always touching you, um and that wears down on you. And that can cover up that you know pace and aggression. That can cover up a lot of a lot of issues with somebody striking. Peter Yan, he's just a, he's a sneaky crispy. You look at him and you're like he's kind of a vanilla striker too. Uh, mostly just hands, very upright. Not a whole lot of movement, laterally, you know, he's just in and out, straight lines too, but, um, and I had, he won the belt against Jose Aldo a couple months ago, Aldo was looking like a motherfucker, I went back and watched that fight, he won rounds two and three, and it was looking like it was his fight to lose, round four, it all fell apart for Aldo, Aldo got back to throwing those leg kicks, which were nasty, Peter Yan, um, uh, Does not check leg kicks. So Aljamain Sterling, that low, especially that low calf kick, you're going to see it's going to play a huge for both of these guys. Both of these guys don't check uh, calf kicks now that I think about it. Aljamain Sterling fought Pedro Munoz, uh, and he did the same thing. Pedro Munoz did the same thing that he did to Jimmy Rivera. He did to Aljamain Sterling. That was a very close fight. I think a late takedown uh, was the difference between that – Aljamain Sterling getting that nod against Pedro Munoz. That was a very close fight, and the leg kick was brutal in that. So these guys both got to use those leg kicks because uh, they're both very susceptible. Peter Yan, he's very upright. He's got a lot of weight on that lead leg, and his and his foot is kind of like turned inward. It it, it's, it takes forever to check a kick, get the leg out of the way. So that's going to be a big problem. Aljamain Sterling's going to have to get behind some heavy punches and, and test Peter Yan on the ground, test his takedown defense, get him on the ground. Peter Yan's got quick, crispy hands. Throws in nice short combinations. Um, this is a tough fight to call, man. Tough fight to call. I really hope Aljo's able to get some uh, takedowns because I really want to see Peter Yan's overall game. Um, but I, I think Peter, I think Peter Yan. You know, I think Aljo comes out that first round. He, he beat Corey Sanhagen. You saw him take Corey Sanhagen's back within the first minute against the cage climbed on his back choked him out instantly and Corey Sandhagen's a motherfucker we didn't get to see him strike very much but Aljo came out that was that was his last fight Aljo came out just throwing head kick after head kick and big kick after big kick pressured him up against the cage got his back I, I expect to see that so Peter Jan's gonna have to be on his horse he's gonna have to survive that first round and after that I think he can just start punching the clock start putting combinations together winning some exchanges Slowly, he'll start winning more. Kind of like he's got to play it a little quicker than he did at that, that uh, Aldo fight, though. You you can't get behind. Not against a guy who can possibly take you down and, and, and grind you, especially late in the late in the fight. I'm gonna go to Peter Yan. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go decision. Peter Yan over Aldermaine Sterling, and still. So we only got one and new, and new Israel Adesanya, Amanda Nunez and Peter Yan. They're gonna keep their fucking belts. Islam Makashev versus Drew Dober This is an interesting fight. Listen. Uh, Everybody says that Islam Makashev, you you listen to uh, all the Dagestani fighters, Khabib Nurmagomedov basically saying that the only reason he isn't the uh, champion is because they were just basically waiting for Khabib to be done with being the champion. That's that's really what they said. He's not champion just because Khabib is the champion. And now that Khabib isn't the champion, Islam Akashev is basically the champion and waiting and he's going to rise right to the top and pick up where Khabib left off. I don't see that. I don't think his striking is that great. He's a southpaw, unlike Khabib. Uh, A lot of people are saying that uh, his striking is better than Khabib. I don't think so. He doesn't pressure at all like Khabib. He may have bigger power strikes. Like he, He throws a big overhand left, and he has a big round kick. Uh, you know, devastating, but he doesn't throw him enough, and he doesn't throw him in combination with anything. And his his aggression on the feet is just not what Khabib's is. Khabib compresses that cage with pressure. He doesn't even got to throw a fucking punch. He just pressures you so much that you back yourself up against the cage, uh, and then he starts throwing. He has a crispy left right hand himself, and and, and, and a lead left hook, and then he gets you up against the cage. Makashev really isn't like that. I don't see that. He I see him. He goes on like basketball. Uh, Basketball type like scoring droughts, minutes without scoring. You know, when you see a basketball game and it goes like scoring droughts, seven minutes, I haven't scored in seven minutes. That's some uh, Makashev shit. This guy will go like three minutes without throwing a fucking strike. He's just out there kind of circling around and shit. Um, this dude, dude, you haven't played with that shit in months, homie. You haven't played with this shit in months. Now you want to play with this shit? You want to walk your little dog now, dude? I see you dude. No, you're going to tear it up. Damn. So anyways, uh, oh by the way, uh little homie is is throwing kicks now on the bag. We got the quadruple champ throwing his first kicks the other day like real legitimate round kicks to the bag i was just out there kicking it and he kind of ran over and started doing what i was doing he's a natural homies the quadruple champ is a motherfucking natural y'all in trouble get your baby put your babies up put your babies up you want that work sign up we will give you that motherfucking work trust me um Islam Makashtar, but I just don't see it. I don't see the striking. If he figures out a way to get his... He hasn't fought in two years. He's only fought like four or five times since 2015, which isn't that much. Uh, so he, he's dropped a ton of fights. No real major wins. He beat Gleason Tebow, but I think that was when Gleason wasn't even on, on fucking roids anymore. Uh, you know, and his takedowns, you know, are great, but he doesn't really ground and pound. He's just more of a position guy, he, you know, good submissions, heavy, heavy pressure. He gets you down, you're going to have a hard time getting back up. Drew Dober's a better all-around fighter. I feel like his striking is better. He probably doesn't have as much power as Islam Makash had, but he's not. I think he's finished his last three fights in a row. Better, quicker hands, more diverse striker. Going to get dominated on the ground, though. Going to get dominated in the clinch. Going to get dominated in the wrestling game. Not that Drew Dober doesn't have good wrestling. He does. If this was any other fight he could probably handle wrestling grappling with anybody really but not Islam Makhachev these dudes these dudes are a different breed when they get a hold of you they get that body lock on you it's a, it's a rizzy. then next thing you know you're on your ass against the fence they got you in that dagestani leg uh, leg iron they got the hand, the dagestani uh w- w- that's that's that little mermaid position that they had uh that Khabib had uh Conner in in the first round up against the cage where he has his legs tied up together with his own legs on top of him, that's called the Dag- Dagestani leg leg iron. And the Dagestani handcuff is where they reach around your back and grab your far hand and pull it behind you, and you can't use it to post to get up or defend yourself with. That's called the Dagestani handcuff. Uh, they all use that shit. Uh, listen, most most wrestlers use, especially that Dagestani handcuff, they use that all the time. That's that's just basic shit. It, it's a fundamental, you know, uh, take their base arm away, uh, their, their frame hand, their, their, their post hand, I mean, uh, to get up with, uh, to defend themselves across their face if you're throwing ground the pound, they take that away from you. Um, and, and it's just hard to get out of those positions, these basic positions that you're like, oh, just pull your legs, pull your legs out, Connor, and get up. It's, you can't. You can't. So I think Islam Makashev, I think he gets a decision win on this shit. Tiago Santos, Alexander Rakic, this is going to be a banger. Tiago Santos doesn't give a fuck. He just goes out swinging. Um, I think he needs to fight this fight a lot more like he fought uh, when he when he fought uh, bones Jones that you know he fought more cerebral more uh, more more technical more controlled I think that's the type of fight he needs to have here I, he can't go out like he did against Glover coming out just swinging for defenses and getting taken down and and then that's it I mean he was literally just swinging wild and, and then just getting taken down and granted he almost knocked Glover out twice but he didn't he ended up on his back twice and got completely dominated once he ended up on his back he couldn't get up at all and Alexander Rockage. This dude throws fucking bombs. He can match you bombs for bombs. Can't Pendleton bombs, motherfuckers. He can match you and he can take you to the ground and beat the dog shit out of you. I'm taking Alexander Rockish, and I think he's going to get this uh, it, hmm. I think uh, I think on the uh, on the on the uh, on the website on on the the uh Fantasy MMA Guru uh shit that I do I think I picked a finish in the third round TKO I'll I'll stick with that listen TKO third round Alexander Rockage likely to be a likely to be a decision but I'll go late finish for Rockage Dominic Cruz Casey Kenny this hurts man this hurts I love Dominic Cruz this motherfucker I think I, I at some point I probably told you all about my history with Dominic Cruz and our experiences with Dominic Cruz um He was a rival of one of the guys at my gym when I first started training at City Boxing. Smoked one of my homies back in Total Combat days uh, right before he went and fought uh, a fight before he fought um, uh, Uriah Faber the first time and got choked out with a guillotine early in that fight. Um, That was his last loss for a long time, too. But he smoked one of my homies that I trained with. and, and we uh, we had a pancration tournament where his his our homie it was his uh, wrestling partner he, he uh, our homie wrestled for the navy and he was Dominic Cruz's wrestling partner for a while and Dominic Cruz was in the corner with us doing one of uh, the pancration tournaments so uh, and that was before he like really blew up and became a WEC championship uh, but Dom is the shit nobody moves like him he's got Wally Pip he's got Muhammad Ali he's got you know figure eight footwork he's got he's got crispy footwork against Suhudo, he looked he looked bad in the first round. He doesn't defend leg kicks. And, and And he came out his movement didn't look right in that first round. It looked like it was more memorized it didn't look like a flow state type of thing it didn't look like a freestyle where you're just kind of uh uh feeling what's going on. He just kind of came out like he 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 was like rehearsing some shit that he memorized and and he looked stiff and and Sehudo and was just sitting back waiting for Dom to come towards him and when he did, he just lit him up with leg kicks and that really did a lot. But in the second round, dom so I went back and watched the fight Dom was landing. Dom was starting to get some get some reads on 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 Cejudo and started getting the timing down. His leg was still you know kind of beat up, but he he got caught in a, a late in that second late in that second round, like under ten seconds with a knee. I thought at the time that it was it, it was borderline stopped early. It was it was really close. I it, he wasn't robbed. Dominic Cruz says he robbed. It, 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 was, it was close. It was close. He looked like he was done. He kind of went that, did that face down thing, kind of real briefly. It it, it, it was close, but he was getting back into that fight. If they let him go to that third round, who knows how that fight turns out? Because it looked pretty, it looked like it was, you know, heading in a good direction for Cruz when it ended. This dude, Casey Kenny, man, this dude is a motherfucker. This dude is a sleeper. He fought a couple months ago. I told y'all about him. He's 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 a bantamweight, Mirko Krokop. No bullshit. Mirko Krokop famously said, "Uh." Right leg hospital, left leg cemetery. This dude, K Casey Kenny, he he same he's in the same boat. Right leg minute clinic, left leg ashes on the beach. That's what this motherfucker is. He's he's gonna spread your motherfucking ashes on the beach with that left leg. This dude throws that left leg over and over and over and over again. Go watch his last two fights. Go watch his fight, two fights ago against uh who was it he fought nathaniel wood a couple woods a couple weeks uh, a couple months ago that was a great fight but watch him fight Haley atang hailey uh, uh, what's his name? Haley alatang Haley alatang it was last october go watch that fight he must have landed that left leg like a hundred fucking times. A hundred significant strikes landed with a, with a kick. I mean, he throws it over and over again. He throws it to the body. He throws it to the legs. he to th- come back up to the head with it. He's got crispy, tight hands. I hate this matchup for, uh, for Dominic Cruz. This is a tough fight to take, man. Um, to try, you know, try to build Dom. If Dom wins this fight, though, I think it says a lot. I know people will be like, well, who the fuck was Casey Kenny?" This dude, Casey Kenny, is a motherfucker. This dude is going to be in the mix. Uh, for a few years. Uh, and this is a real tough fight for Dom. If he can mix in some wrestling, he can catch that kick. If he can catch the kick, do his his, his trademark knee tap takedowns. Uh, kind of hold. He's not Dom's not really good at controlling top top pressure. He's good at getting people down. He's take, he takes everybody down whenever he wants to. But they usually get back up pretty quickly. But he scores those takedown points, which come in you know real handy in close fights. Um, to you know edge out rounds and shit like that. This is a tough. I don't want. I refuse to pick this fight. Uh, I refuse to pick this fight uh, on, on, on paper. On, on, on. But we're on wax, man. I, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick Casey Kinney. I'm gonna pick. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna pick against the homie, uh, Dominic Cruz. I'm picking Casey Kinney. I hate this fight for him, man. Those leg kicks, god damn it! If Cejudo was able to do that to his leg, and I guess Cejudo is also, you know, uh, orthodox fighter. This dude's a southpaw, but Dom switches stances a lot. Even if you get them on the inside or the outside, it doesn't fucking matter. You know, uh, it's still a nasty kick. Um, I'm taking Casey Kenney. I think, I think he's gonna get a decision. I'm gonna say a decision. Nathaniel Wood, Haley Ataleong, uh, whatever. They went the distance with him. I, I should, I think, at least Dominic Cruz can go the distance with him. And this is gonna, this would be a big win for for Casey Kenney. I hope I'm wrong on that one. Fuck it. Okay, uh, Kyler Phillips versus Yadong Song. Dope-ass fight. Kyler Phillips is a wild-ass motherfucker. Yadong Song fights for Team Alpha Male. Uh, big, big power puncher. Good fighter. Um, Yadong Song, everybody's picking that dude. I'm picking Kyle F- Kyler Phillips for the upset there. Joseph Benavides versus Askar Askaroff. Uh, I just, listen, if you've seen uh, Joseph Benavides' last two fights uh, against Davidson Figueiredo... Uh, he didn't have much to offer. I'm going Askarov Askar via decision. Rogerio Bantarin versus Kaikara France. This is a tough little fight. This is a dope little undercard fight right here, homies. I'm going to take... This is gonna be, should be a nice little kickboxing match right here. I'm going Kaikara France. Well, that's a complete toss-up. Tim Elliott... This is a toss-up, too, versus Jordan Espinoza. Jordan Espinoza, uh, knows a quick, quick hands. Uh, Tim Elliott, you never know what you're going to get with this guy. He's wild striker, very good on the ground, wild you know, exchanges on the feet wild scrambles on the on the ground. I'm going to go Tim Elliott here. I'm going to go Tim Elliott maybe catches him in a guillotine, some kind of choke in the second or third round. Kennedy Ninjinchikwa versus Carlos Olberg. Listen, there's not much not much footage on, on Carlos Olberg. He's only 3 and 0. I saw his his contender series fight. Whatever. Uh Kennedy and Shumaku. He's he doesn't look that great. I'll go with the upset and take Kennedy. Sean Brady's a beast versus John uh versus Jake Matthews, big wrestler. He fought uh uh Diego Sanchez in his last fight, I think like a year ago or something. Give me give me Sean Brady. Sean Brady's a motherfucker. That dude's got solid wrestling, solid stand-up, suspect cardio, but we'll see. Levin has Souza versus Amanda Lemos, two beasts. I'm going Amanda Lemos on this shit. She's a tough motherfucker. Euros Medic versus Elon Cruz. I'm going Euros Medic decision. Mario Bautista versus Trevin Jones. to Open up tonight. I'm going Mario Bautista via decision. There you have it, motherfuckers. Called the whole fight. The whole card for you. 15 scraps. Put them all on wax, motherfuckers. Put them all on wax. Uh... Should be a dope card. Uh, you guys see what's... Co- I've been talking about Um uh, I was thinking the 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 card after this was supposed to be Cam- Kamzat Chamiya versus uh, uh, Edwards again. And uh, Leon Edwards. And they were, you know, for like the third time and it got canceled. And this dude Chamiya was talking about retiring on Twitter the other day because I guess the COVID... Listen, I guess this shit is fucking real, homies. It, it gets some people by the motherfucking boo-boo. This dude's coughing up blood. This dude, for like six months now. I mean, he, his his first fight, I think, was was November, December, January, February, March. For about four months, he's been out because of this COVID shit. He hasn't been able to kick it. And now he, he posted some video or a picture of him after, you know, during training. He's been trying to train while he's having it or something. I don't know. He's going to give it to somebody. But he, there's like blood in the sink. Like he's coughing up blood and he's talking about this might be it for him. He just can't shake it. I guess it's got a, it's got him, homies. This COVID shit's got the, a fucking world-class athlete looking like he's going to dominate two weight classes. All of a sudden, a couple months later, COVID taking his fucking career away or some shit. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Dana came out and said, yo, he's just he's just fucking emotional. He's pissed off. You know, he can't get in there and scrap. I get it. Um, but that was supposed to be the main event. Now, uh, uh, Bilal Muhammad is stepping in. Somebody's finally going to fight Leon Edwards. Um, so we'll get into that card, uh, next week, but, uh, dope, dope little card, uh, moving right along, what the fuck else do we got going on, let's see, let's check my little notes, sometimes throughout the week, I check little notes and shit, I got a lot of shit on, I got um, Mr. Potato Head, now Potato Head, some fucking gay shit, Is that shit, man, fucking bullshit, uh, what else we got, what are they talking about, yeah, some people were trying to get, that, that's the thing about those calf kicks I was talking about, motherfuckers trying to get calf kicks, um, banned from mma <laughs> listen you you could move your fucking leg you can move your motherfucking leg out of the way you could check the motherfucker you can do something about a fucking low calf kick you can't take this, that shit out the fucking game do something about it it's like why don't you take a jab out the fucking game oh you can't use the jab you, people uh, land it too much Get the fuck out of here talking about uh, uh calf there's some baby shit right there oh it's ruining fights it's not ruining fights I, I'm I'm when I see those calf kicks start landing and somebody limping, I I'm like I'm like sadistic with it. I wanna see the leg come off. I wanna see a motherfucker take that shit home with him out the cage and mount it on his fucking wall. I wanna see him put it in a, a little fucking doggy bag and dip with it and homies just left in the cage all amputated and shit. I'm I wanna see that shit land it over and over again. It's something like satisfying, like I don't know, like watching uh, Dr. Pimple, Pimple Popper or some shit when they squeezing all that oozing and all that shit out, the wound and shit. It's kind of like oddly satisfying. You know what I'm talking about? There's something oddly satisfying about seeing somebody get their leg fucking kicked over and over again. And you know homies really hurt, and they start fainting with it, fainting with it, and they're not throwing it, and you're like, throw it, motherfucker, throw it! And then they land it, and the homie's like, oh, screaming out and like wobbling and shit. I love that. Oddly satisfying, homie. Oddly satisfying when they start landing those leg kicks. I'm... I'm I want to see homies like go down to the ground. I want to they I saw some shit on uh, the other day where last week in uh, in the regional circuit, dude landed a leg kick and broke the homie's leg. Usually it's the guy kicking that lands it shin to shin and breaks his own shit. This dude kicked the other dude's shit and broke that dude's shit. Low calf kick broke that uh, that dude's shin. Homie shit bent all out of whack and shit. Crazy, man. Talk about banning that shit. You out of your mind. It's one of the most exciting strikes in the game right now. That shit—that shit's like the the three pointer being added to base uh, to basketball. It's like the two point conversion in football. This shit is like a, a new element to the game. Get your motherfucking leg out the way. I told y'all on this podcast a million times how to check that shit. You stand up, stand your motherfucking ass up, and you get there and you're standing in your fight stance. The knee stays in place. You wipe your foot, like the bottom of your foot, like you're wiping your foot on on, on a mat or something, and you just you, you you put your calf to your hamstring, calf to your hamstring, keep your knee right in place, boom, just like that, kick goes right underneath you, kick goes right underneath you, you stay right on balance and you can tack right off of it. That's one way to do it, and that's called, uh, uh, I think they call it in Muay Thai a, a shin buster because you're actually kind of checking with your knee rather than your shin because you're getting your shin completely out of the way. You're, you're putting your calf to your hamstring. And, and you're basically checking. It's the exact same way that Chris Weidman busted uh, Anderson Silva's shin. That wasn't luck. He was trying. He was specifically trying to have Anderson catch him on the knee, so he would. Cause that shit hurts. When you land knee on a uh, 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 shin on knee, that shit hurts, and you stop throwing it. That's why they call it a kickbuster. And and, and and that's one way to do it. Or just get that fucking leg out the way. You can't ban shit. It's like you you're fucking Libby Demo- Democrats over here. You're trying to fucking uh, ban speech because you don't agree with it. Because it, it, it fucking uh, goes against everything you believe in. Now you got to figure out how to deal with that shit. You got you to put a, a fucking argument together and you got to challenge that shit. You don't just pretend it don't exist. You don't try to take it away if you don't have an answer for it. You don't try to ban it because you don't have an answer for it. Because it doesn't fit your narrative. Now nah, you deal with that, son. I'm getting rid of fucking calf kicks, some fuck out of here. Um, uh, I did, I did the OU football players. Uh, yeah, listen, I, I'm not gonna sit here and do that shit. Listen, the the Pelicans suck six games under 500 taking two Ls in a row it, it, it's fucking bad i don't know what the fuck i was over here happy as shit that coach van gundy took over the team it's terrible he sits zo out zo i if you go back I, I, I used to shit on Zoe. he was like the 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 Oscar De La Hoya no I've shitted on nobody more than Oscar De La Hoya on this. It's been a long time since I went on an Oscar De La Hoya rant. Now that I think about it, but Oscar used to get it and, and Zo used to get it. Him and his pops. I used to give it to him fucking willy nilly, homies. I slapped the shit out of this dude Zo, and then he came to the fucking Pelicans. i was like, oh my god, but he's actually kind. Of, he's dope. He's got game. His little brother over there in the Hornets, like I was saying last week, rookie of the year. That dude's good. He's better than Zoe, but Zoe's not bad. Zoe's shooting is a lot better. He's shooting over 40% from the three-point range, and we sit him out entire quarter, like the entire fourth quarter of the other day to let Eric Bledsoe play. This dude, Eric Bledsoe, is trash, homies. We got rid of fucking Drew Holiday and got Eric Bledsoe. What a fucking scam that was. And and we, we Bledsoe out here playing like 40 minutes a night, and they sit in Lonzo Ball, who runs the team better than anybody, runs the pace, pushes the pace. They sit him out entire fourth quarter. I don't know what the fuck is going on, man. They they play this Bledsoe. They don't play Zoe. I don't think Zoe's coming back, and that sucks because I think we need to re-sign Zoe. We need to let Bledsoe fucking go. Um They don't play defense. They don't they turn the ball over all the fucking time. It's just it's just an ugly fucking thing that's going on with, with, with the Pelicans. It's 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 over. It's a it's a wrap. Lottery once again. Um shit we got a decent team on paper you see these guys play i mean we lose close games every fucking night every fucking night we lose these games by like four points three points it's fucking demoralizing but listen um the the big thing is the bakers los angeles bakers ain't making it to the fucking finals trust me on that i said at the beginning of the year i said Suns versus pellys in the conference finals remember that shit I think the Suns are going to be in the conference finals. It could be like a Suns jazz type of thing that we're looking at right now. It's looking like that. I don't trust the Bakers, and I don't think that AD's coming back. Uh, uh, And if he does, he's going to go right back out. That's a fucked up injury you got over there. You don't want that shit to get worse. You don't want that shit to split. You don't want that Achilles to go out. No, I ain't buying the Bakers. I ain't buying that shit. Um, What else do we got? I knew there was some shit I was supposed to fucking yap about this shit. Listen, the the political uh, landscape... I don't know. I've gotten real. Listen, this political shit, this this, the bro politics shit, man. This shit's got me hooked. I never really paid attention to this shit, homies, until like really last year. Last year's round Really quietly started paying attention to all this shit, trying to figure shit out, and then now like the shit that is going on. These motherfucking Democrats, homie, man. I told y'all back way before the election. I was like, hey, you might it might be a good thing to get this dude Trump out of here because he's fucking wild and he you know divisive and all these things. i I've, I've, I've said that. Um, but I'm not one of these people who thinks everything Trump did was fucking terrible. I think he did a lot of good things, a lot of great things that people, uh, w- but you know, the Democrats think he couldn't have done nothing. Like I said, last week, he could have, you know, found the cure for cancer and they would have said, you know, it, it, it was racist or some shit. Um, you know, and these Democrats, and I said, "Hey, if they, they it's going to be the same thing, if not worse." I said, I told y'all, it's going to be worse. You're just going from one corrupt party to another corrupt party. These Democrats are basically Republicans now. They're all corporate corporate bought and paid for, all of them. and you're seeing it right now, every little, fucking, everything that this dude, Joe Biden, this fucking sleepy Joe, this well, weekend at Biden's over here, ass motherfucker. this dude went back on everything, everything. Everything, fifteen dollar minimum wage, two thousand dollar checks still ain't got them. Uh, uh, A fucking um, getting rid of uh, college debt up to fifty thousand dollars, no more. Uh, Fucking being a union man won't step up for the fucking Amazon union. Just says, oh yeah, unions exist, and 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 it's up to the to the to the fucking uh, workers to to vote for it. Didn't support it. Didn't say. Didn't try to put pressure on Amazon. uh, talk ran on being a union man. Did nothing bombs fucking Syria without congressional uh, approval oh, oh, fucking war crime a straight up war crime against our own constitution against interna- international law literal war crime shit that 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 Trump did in 2017 that all the Democrats called him a fucking Hitler, they called him a a, a fucking war criminal, that he should be impeached, all these fucking things, they turn around and do it within the first month of them being in office before they even give you a a, a fucking check. And they're over here, they went from $2,000 down to $1,400. Anytime it's something for the fucking people, these guys got to bitch and argue and find a way, God forbid that the people get a little extra, they're saying, oh, you already got $600. No, no, homie was on there. This was after the $600 were already issued, talking about $2,000 checks. And so what if 6000 of 600 already went out? What? God forbid people get an extra $600. We're talking about a one-time motherfucking check. We're not even talking about like monthly payments, like under a a, a fucking a universal, you know, basic income. We're not even talking about that, which all other countries are, are basically have some form of. We're not talking about. We're talking about one fucking check. When it comes to them giving the people money, you see how they argue about it and want to make sure that oh, oh, people that are rich don't get something a little extra. But when it comes to bombing a country, they don't even have. There's no. There's nobody they have to answer to. They just go and fucking do it. They don't even go to Congress. When it comes to $15 minimum wage, oh, a parliamentarian didn't pass it. Sorry. A parliamentari- parliamentarian saying it doesn't fit in the budget is like me saying it doesn't fit in the budget. They can say, go fuck yourself. They can fire that motherfucker like the Republicans have done and put somebody in there that will recommend it or they don't even have to do that Kamala Harris, the vice president, can directly fucking throw that shit out and pass it and force it into, or six Democrats could just say, we're not voting for this COVID bill. You're like, well, we need the COVID bill. Now they could say, listen, we're not voting for this COVID bill until the $15 minimum wage is in there as well. And they have to pass that COVID bill, even though they're shortchanging the fuck out of us. They have to pass it. So there's multiple ways for them to get this done, but they don't. And they ran on this. There, you can go all over the internet and see Joe Biden ran on these. He's been saying fifteen dollars minimum wage for years, preparing for the election, years. There's years archived footage of him talking about he supported it when Bernie Sanders said, uh, 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 you know, dropped out of the race. They did a, a little live, you know, uh, Zoom call between Biden and and and, uh, and Bernie Sanders. And Bernie giving him his, you know, his support as he's dropping out. And he asked him one question. He says, how committed are you to the $15 minimum wage? He says, absolutely committed to the $15 minimum wage. It's uh, uh, horrific that people are, are living on a, uh, on a slave wage. All this, that. And he's still not doing it. He's not passing it. It's not like it's going to go into, uh, into effect tomorrow. It's five years. It's two, 2025 or 2024 when it goes into effect. People, oh, you're going to lose jobs. No, homies. You're not. It's not going to cost jobs because there's ways around that. You can tax the rich. You can tax Wall Street. You can tax billionaires. You can, you can subsidize with a taxation of fucking billionaires and they'll pay for all of that shit. You can subsidize those workers. Uh, small businesses, you can make different rules for them. You can make it so that healthcare is fucking free and that small businesses don't have to provide that for their customers. And that takes a huge burden off of their shoulders so they can pay them more wages. I don't want to hear this shit that, oh, businesses will close. Due to inflation, they did, what the minimum wage should be right now with inflation shouldn't be $15 an hour. It should be $24 an hour. It should be between $20 to $24 an hour right now. The minimum wage based on inflation is going up incrementally. They're trying to just pass it to $15 an hour. And then some of these other Republican bastard motherfuckers come back with, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll go up to 10. We'll take a slave wage. We'll take a fucking unlivable wage and make it another unlivable wage and say, hey, we, we, hey take it or leave it, motherfuckers. When it comes to giving the people shit, they they. They, they argue bitch and fight and and, and and fight try to swindle you and cut out as many people as they fucking can. I'm for everybody getting the two thousand dollar check. I don't give a fuck if you if you make five hundred thousand dollars. What do I give a fuck? You're gonna go out there and go spend it in the economy or do some shit or or whatever the fuck you want. Fair to me, I could give a fuck less if some fucking kid who went to Harvard gets his fucking with rich, rich parents, get his, gets his uh, student loans thrown out as long as mine get thrown out. If you're telling me the only option is, oh, well, listen, we don't want this rich kid at Yale to get his, uh, his uh, student loans thrown out, so none of y'all get your, your fucking loans thrown out. Fuck that. I could give a fuck less if some rich kid gets some shit as long as I get mine too. Give everybody 2000 fucking dollars. We've all been fucking fucked somehow. We've all been told to stay home. We've all been inconvenienced. We've all, everybody's gone through some shit, whether you're rich, poor, or whatever. Give us all $2,000. Make it across the fucking board. I could care less. Now they made it so that people under $75,000 or, 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 or they made less people, 17 million people less than got it under Trump aid. We're talking about one-time payment are no longer going to get that shit. 17 million people less. And they're going off of 2019 taxes. Off of what you reported in 2019 when the economy was booming just before COVID. When the economy was better than it's been in years. Decades. They're going off of those W-2s. That's what they're giving you on. So people who made $100,000, who made $80,000 last year, who got fucking laid off and haven't been making shit this year. Well, sorry, you made a whole m- lot of money last year, so you don't get it this year. It's some bullshit. It's some bullshit. I saw some shit the other day where they said that the uh, top one hundred uh, billionaires basically in America that they've made ninety uh, percent of their fortune, or no, they've made they've stolen. Sorry about that. The top 100 billionaires, richest people in America have stolen over, to get their, their, their fortunes, have stolen over $55 trillion from the lower 90%. Think about that. They've stolen their wealth. Steal it back from them. There's people really trying out here to try to make a, a, a 100% tax over a billion dollars so you can only, the most amount of money, it's, it's lowering the wealth gap. What do you need fucking quadruple billionaires for? Tax those motherfuckers. Filter that down to the fucking people. You can subsidize uh, small companies, uh, you know, mom and pop companies, to be able to pay their, their, their employees more. Fuck the big companies. They can pay for that anyways. I saw some other shit. McDonald's was saying we raised our minimum wage. It still ain't high. A few years ago, I, I don't even know what it is now. It's not great. Uh, I don't think it's $15. Maybe it is $15. I, don't, I remember they had some shit going on, but you know what they did to pay for it? Big companies like that, they added 17 cents onto the Big Mac. That's how they paid for raising the wages of their employees. This can be done. And if they wanted it to be done, they ran on all of these fucking things, these Democrats in ways they're way worse. You just gave it to, to the, 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 the fucking uh, the Republicans. They'll tell you straight up, we about that money, boss. We getting our money at all costs, boss. It's about us, homies. I ain't your homie friend. They let you know. Evil, evil is the motherfuckers that pretend to your face they're something that they're not, hoodwinked you, swindled you into voting for them, and then completely go back on everything that they've done. Anyways, I'm done. Listen, I'm done. I can, I can keep going. I got, I, got, I got it for a long time. Uh, I got it for fucking days. Um, but listen, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Damn, I've been on here for over an hour already. God damn, we got to get out of here, homies. Listen, 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 Linda, 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 listen. It's the Whiskey Sick Podcast, homies. Episode 127, still rolling. I'll be back next week. I'll get uh, maybe Bautista back on here. I, here's the thing. Here, here's where we're going. We're going next. I, I got to get this thing on on YouTube. I got to get this thing like on video. So I, in the next next month or so I'm I'm gonna really make some fucking uh I'm, I'm gonna figure out how to do this. I just don't know how to technically do it. I think uh, you know, a lot of y'all probably out there know how to do that, how to record it, how to you know, record a Zoom conference or some shit. Or even if I just do it on, on days like today by myself, just record myself into the mic and get it on there. I gotta figure out how to do all that shit. But we're gonna we going live, live. You're gonna see my motherfucking face, homies. You're gonna see the chonklas, you're gonna see the chonies, you're gonna see the stains on the chonies. I don't give a fuck. I ain't Clorox. Pen, you know, cleaning them up or any of that Shit to make myself look good, I ain't using no Filters on my draws. I ain't using no Choney filters to make them look white, homies It ain't gonna be like that, you're gonna see me For me, homies, you're gonna love me For me, anyways This is the Whiskey Sick Podcast, I'm gonna get out here Triple champ, quadruple champ, finally Finally calm down It's time for his lunch and he's gonna need to go Take a nap, um, but Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode number 127 Boy Moody Hank hey,
1: And I'm out motherfuckers up you're going down i'm going in we're going out i punch the gas we hit the town you're looking fly i hold you down show you how i run this bitch and then i walk it out i'm jogging now i'm about to hit my stride this bitch is live just take my hand i'll lead the way i'll part the crowd the seas will stay the reason that they hate us, they ain't like it's time we're standing still when we walk by it, stop and stare jealous of us probably all we did was climb the hands now we're at the top it's 12 o'clock tonight as young let's take advantage of it a fetish no one understood so now we stand above it don't look down you shook i found a place for you to kick it See my mind is open Don't look now My blinds are open Show me how you ride the pole, I'll slow you down Break you off I'll take you on a trip And even further Down on me We're bound to see Our first step Our last stand We'll write the script We might just flip that bitch Then cast them off. Drama turn to tragedy And then we'll write them off Like they did us They say it must be something Likely luck Might be nothing Such as that That lined us up Stuck in our own ways Don't give a fuck What they say Or how they say it They can stack the deck We got the aces Play it Lay it down Let's bet the farm They're harmless Put my arms arms around you tight, your heart is starting to mislead your feet And skip the beat, they'll probably start the trip We'll see them fall from where we're at We stared and actually wished them well Dread they dare to picture, tell them the directions They'll be traveling once we got them where we want them Not much longer till they falter the all their thoughts Then we jot them, not a sound we will make when we escape There'll be no way they'll see the day when we take back their yesterday Tomorrow follows suit, and they can borrow too A mind I'm not just true The first time I laid eyes on you, I swear I died a few But now it's time we lose, so we know just how they feel Skill the chills is what they will get Feel it never better Brush them off Take your pick, let's fuck them all Pick them up, dust them off Lay them down, was it all What we thought it would be Should we dip and lead them down? A road that they ain't seen Or traveled as of now We pass them around Take a hit and ask them out Then ask us how we got this high We walked the walk, we got the drive Two seater, top is down The road is open, ghost the whip Jump back in and posing it I'm dozing, it's a long ride The beat until the song dies But we will never sever us Never a cousin, was it how we shit on them That pissed them off? Kiss them all, night. Wish them all the flight, that never lands on one-way trip Need better hands, they lost their grip Can't ever stand bound. the slip, so clever And we found our niche, find better than, don't count on it So now we sit and wait, so baby, what you say We make these moments last forever Can't overlook the story, but we always took the long way out I just hope I'm this you out and out can take flight And leave this place behind But where we go, then they will go They'll never know, we'll let them go should they find the road we chose, they'll miss the turn and lose control. Cause where we go, then they will go. Fuck em, guess we'll let them go. I just hope that you and I can take flight and leave this place behind. But where we go, then they will go. They'll never know, we'll let em go. Should they find the road we chose, they'll miss the turn and lose control. Cause where we go, then they will go. Fuck them, guess we'll let them go Where we go, then they go So why don't we leave here tonight And lead them to a place where they ain't welcome Seldom do they last, hands up in the back They goes on that ass again You know what this song is about I'm looking right at you Dago goin' up Seth Gecko A.K.A. Moody